0: it's Dalid. it's a fellow that I learned with Fatog I learned Tanya with somebody Thursday mornings so I was a few minutes late we stopped learning at 6.30 I called him 6.36 so I got him a message that read the following Boker Tov he's a modern Orthodox doctor you must have been up all night celebrating Israel's Independence Day dot 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 in other words where are you so I wrote back to him can't say that yet so in Israel they don't want to make Yom atzmut on Friday. So I asked him, is it because of Shabbos or because it's the Muslim day of worship? He says, well, depends which Israelis you ask. Um, they, it's besides Shabbos. They're worried about Shabbos. Yom There are Yidn who say tomorrow hallow. You know that? There's Yidn. From Yidn who say hallow and the man does mitn ganz nemes. The man does mitn ganz nemes. Anyway, I'm not planning to spend an hour or even ten minutes or even five minutes talking about the sheet of the Rabeam and Zionism. Let's just say that hindsight is twenty twenty, And they knew what they were talking about. You know, if you lived 60 years ago, if you lived 70 years ago, even if you lived 80 years ago or 90 years ago, to oppose Zionism was not easy. It was not easy for two reasons. Number one, it was spreading like wildfire. So many Jews... So many Jews were caught up in the fever of of the isms, right? This is the time of the intellectuals, the thinkers, the philosophies, the shiites, And amongst Jews they were the Yiddishists, they were the Bundists, and then they and the communists, and then they were the Zionists. And they were different, but they were not different. And um, I actually saw a film, I saw a film, I own a film where you see, it's, it's a film about Yiddish, it's not about Zionism, but you see a whole community of people in Poland, in Poland in the 1930s, and the highlight of the film is that everybody stops, it's hundreds of people. Omezinta um, Tikva. Now the meaning of the word Hatikva for those who don't speak Hebrew is the hope. That's what Hatikva is, it's the hope. Hatikvah, the hope. They had dreams, they dreamed, yeah? Anyway, but like I said to you before, then, you lived in Russia, you lived in Poland, and you had a group of Jews, a movement of Jews, who talked about the hope, the future of the Jewish people, and you were a, a Rebbe, and you said, excuse me, this is not Yiddishkeit, this is not data, it has nothing to do with us. You were a bad guy. Why? Because you refused to hope. Um, you know, that they tell a story. You know, if you believe every story that they tell, you got a lot of problems. But they tell a story. They tell a story. Like I said to you before, I have three levels of forgetfulness. Yeah, In this case, I don't remember from whom I heard it. I didn't see this in print, but I heard it from somebody, Tedish Valpé. That the, in Russia, in the, when the Rebbe was a teenager, there were communist meetings, right? The communism was successful in Russia because decades before the revolution, decades before the revolution, there were seeds planted all over Russia. When Lenin showed up in Leningrad that in November of 1917, he wasn't a stranger. There were so many secret supporters of that idea because they'd been planting seeds. It was, it was outlawed. It was against the law. If you went to a communist meeting, they could even kill you. They could certainly put you in jail under the czarists. But it went on. Basically, it wasn't spontaneous. It didn't happen in one day that communism took over Russia. There were seeds planted for decades before. So they say that the Rebbe went, was invited to a meeting... Of communists. He walked into the meeting, he stayed one minute and he said, Those hot metuns Then he left, finished. This is none of our business, not agisheft. Now the Rebbe wasn't speaking as a Jew, the Rebbe was speaking as a Torah Jew. And like I said, without getting into long arikhasin, this was really the issue. The Rebbe Rashab felt, and I'm sure it goes back to the earlier Rabbeim and the Friedrich Rebbe felt, and the Rebbe feels. That leadership by Jews is only Torah. There's no such thing as an organization, as leadership, that's not rooted in Torah. It's not rooted in, in Rabonim and in Torah. There's no such thing as lay leaders in the Jewish world. Lay leaders are 100% subordinate to the clergy, to the religious leaders, based on the statement of Rabsad Sadia God, that Ain Uma Uma There is no Jewish nation without Torah Now you understand how blasphemous everything I just said is, right? The whole, the whole Atikva is the opposite of that idea. That it's a hope, it's a dream of Jews that are not necessarily religious or, or necessarily not religious, but they're identifying as Jews. And that Abayim said, "I'm sorry, you can There's no questions. On this, none at all. Um, the Rabeim said there is no such thing as Jewish leadership at Aterah, and they were the outcasts. They really were <coughs> the Gedolim who fought against Zionism, the Vreeleker Rebbe, the Rebbe Rashab, the the Menchasalozer, the, the, Menchasa the Munkacher Why? Because it seemed like such a good idea. And so many frumyid were caught up in the hatikva, in the hope for a better future for the Jewish people. And you know what? Everybody hoped for a better future for the Jewish people. The question was how you go about it, negotiating it. So then it seemed like such a wonderful dream, such a great promise. And you could argue this case very strongly. In other words, it's not easy to win the argument if you're having the argument in 1937 or 1942, and certainly in 1947 or 1950 or 1955. Um, you know who's right and who's wrong. You look at the world, and you look at what happened to the Jewish people. You know who won and who lost. Yeah, but now it's 2018. It's 70 years since the establishment of what they call the modern state of Israel, Medinat Yisrael. And the Rebbe insists on calling it Eretz Yisrael. And then he adds, Eretz Hakodesh. It's the land of the Jewish people, and it's a holy land. And it should reflect that. It's Eretz Yisrael. And that's like you look today, and you understand how the Rebbeim were right. And the Kudus HaDovit is, the Jewish people are an eternal people. An eternal people. Nothing on earth is eternal. Nothing on earth is eternal. Nothing on earth is eternal. Everything changes, except the Jew. And the eternity of the Jew is Judaism. The eternity of the Jew is Tere, Mitzvah, Shabbos, Kosher, Mitzvah film. That's the eternity of the Jew. And here comes the question when you make adaptations, you make modifications because you have a hatikva, you have a hope to make the lives of the Jewish people better. It's a real thing in the real world saturated with Yiddish tzadis and with Yiddish blut. so that Abayim said you can have any hope you want as long as it doesn't touch Be'ekut the edge of a fingernail on the eternity of the Jew the, etern- the Jew the eternal Jew and the eternal Jew is a Yid who puts on Tefillin and keeps kosher and keeps Shabbos and teaches his children to be like him not to be different than him and then when Yidn were going through all the torahs that they went through it had to be made of steel <laughs> isn't that interesting made of steel Stalin in Russian means man of steel that's what it means yeah? that they're made of steel to remember principle when the Rebbe and opposed Zionism it was very unpopular. When the fear about pole Zionism, it was even more unpopular. Right? And when the war ended, and in the Haredi world, it became a whole division how you deal with the so-called modern state of Israel once it came into existence. And our Abeim walked between the raindrops. We never, ever... Joined the political party in Etz we do not believe in, 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 even in religious Zionism certainly are political Zionism we believe in Taylor Sebbets at the same time we, we believe in Jewish people you know the story that I've told you a number of times I saw it on the video Harav Shalom Pais and Allah HaShalom had detailed that the story is told by his son Rabbi Leibel that tells the story that his father came to New York 70 years ago his father was a shliach in Pittsburgh. He started the Moises Chabad, in Pittsburgh. Then, and Harav Shalom Poizner came to New York after Pesach in 1948, when they announced Israel as a state, and of course there was a terrible, terrible war um, that happened then. And uh, Shalom Poizner sat down with the rebbe on a bench. Label Poizner was a bache. And the Rebbe was not yet Rebbe The Rebbe sat down on the bench together with him, And the Rebbe started talking to him About the Moises Chabad in Pittsburgh He started asking him questions The Rebbe was then He was the Friedrich Rebbe's son-in-law But he, he breathed and he, le- he drank And he ate and he thought Rebbe So he wanted to know everything How he could find out what's happening In the Moises in Pittsburgh And how he could help it And how he could advance it So he sat and talked to the Shalom and Label Posner, the one telling the story, stood in Minatzad. When the Rebbe finished asking Rabbi Posner all the questions he had to ask him, then Rabbi Posner said to the Rebbe, What am I supposed to say? You know, Israel just became a state and there was a fever of a and the flag. I saw a flag at Mr. Parkway this morning. You know, and I saw an Israeli flag. <laughs> My first response was, Gotta burn it. <laughs> the Satman in me, stuff. Then I said to myself, What am I gonna achieve? Except. Get people to say You see I told you they were crazy Yeah. So we asked the Rebbe What are we supposed to say now So the Rebbe answered him I'm going to tell you That That There was a Yid by the name of Shmuel Zalmanov A Yid by the name of Shmuel Zalmanov Shmuel Zalmanov was a big chassid He really was a big chassid He was very close to the Rebbe he walked into 770, that Shabbos. I, I, I mean, some of you are old enough to remember this, but this is 70 years ago, yeah? So it's, it's, not, it's not our generation, yeah? He walked into the Zal, 770, Shabbos afternoon, and the shul was empty. There was nobody there. The first Shabbos of Chayrashir, seven years ago, apparently then it was Shabbos. I mean, I don't know the, the chronology. You could look it up. And the Rebbe, our Rebbe, was the only person in Shul, and the Rebbe is holding a chumash. And he's pacing, pacing. The Rebbe is not a pacer. The Rebbe is not a pacer, yeah? There are pacers and there are not pacers The Rebbe was so controlled. To see the Rebbe pacing was very out of character. So he looks and he sees that the Rebbe is not holding a chumash. He's holding a chumash dvorim. And it's opened up to Pashas Mitzavadim. <coughs> which describes Mashiach. The coming of Mashiach and Chumish is in Paschas mitzvah. And the Rebbe is looking at Chumish and pacing. And then at a certain point, the Rebbe sees that Rebbe Shmuel Zalmanov is in the room. So the Rebbe walks up to him very, with quick steps, holding the Chumish. He says, Rabshmul, das is das. See, das is nicht This is this or this is not this. That's, you know, Etzo will just declare itself an independent state. Medina Sistol, whatever you want to call it, what words you to say in the show, what words you're not say in the show. So the Rebbe says, this is this or this is not this. And then the Rebbe answers his own question. And he closes the Chumash puts it down, and walks out of the show. This is not this. He closes the Chumash he walks out. This is in other words, from yidli mashiach, period. That's the hatikva. But today, like I said to you before, you look today, you realize that The dream that Jewish people had 70 years ago is very different than the dream the Jewish people have today. And it's very different than the dream the Jewish people are going to have in 70 years from today. The only dream which never changes is the dream that we inherited from Avraham Yitzhak and That we're the nation of God. We're different than Goyim. We're the nation of God. And the Abish that gave us a Torah and Mitzvah, which never changed. The world changes and the world changes and the eternal Jew doesn't change. And our Hatikvah is for the count of Mashiach. The Mashiach is Tayre Mitzvah. Mashiach is, te- is Yiddishkeit. Mashiach is uh, Yiddishkeit. Anyway, this is our belief. So why did you get that speech? You got that speech because of the comment I got from my doctor friend this morning and from the flag that I saw in Eastern Parkway on the way here. Anyway, let's learn Mayimit, okay? Now, I just stole time from me. And when Rabbi, what's-his-name shows up and I'm still teaching, I'm going to be nervous and I can blame myself, right? Oh, well, here's a Mayimit. It's a very short Mayimit, actually. It's four pages in a little bit. I only gave you the first four pages because we're not learning the whole Mayimit today. We're gonna learn. If you look inside, you'll see I put numbers. The second paragraph has number one, and then two, three, four, five, six. Today we're gonna to learn one through six, and of tomorrow we're gonna to learn seven through uh, sixteen, which is the rest of the maimed. Um, the topic in this particular maimed talks to me. I, I happen to like the subject. I mean, who cares what I think? Yeah, but you're stuck with me. So let me first tell you what the topic is about. And like I said, today we're learning half and Tomorrow we'll learn the other half. Today we're going to learn the easier half. Tomorrow we'll learn the more involved half. The topic is called Avodah Zarah. Question mark. The source of it is a sefer called Avodah It's a classic work of Kabbalah, a truly classic work of Kabbalah. And the the, the concept that's being addressed is. When we learn Torah and do mitzvahs, are we doing ourselves a favor? Or are we also doing the Eivish a favor? That's the question. Avoid the Tayrech Gavoyah question mark. Avoid when we serve Hashem. is Hashem Is it Tayrech Gavoyah? Is it helping Hashem? Or is it helping only us? So the simple answer to the question is that it's a machlaikis between Chaykim and Mekubarim. That means Jewish philosophers, non Kabbalists, non mystics. Believed that the mitzvahs that we do and the teta that we learn benefits Hashem not at all. It makes no difference to the Abishthat. It only matters to us. Because logically, al secho, you cannot improve on God. The idea that you're going to somehow help the Abishthat is silly. It's nonsensical. So the philosophers like the Rambam and so on and so forth they would say that the reason for or mitzvahs is to become better people, to develop finer character. To develop a healthy philosophy of life, but we're not improving the the doesn't gain at all. The mukubalim say nope. Avey, avey say ben Period. When you do a mitzvah, you're benefiting the eivishta. So the philosophers come along, they put out their gloves, and they come out fighting with their fists and say, "You're gonna change the eivishta. You're gonna benefit the eivishta. That's ridiculous. It's borderline kufina. The idea that the eivishta needs something from you makes them a and on and on and on and on. How could you possibly say that the Eivishti need what do you do? So the Mekubalim come up with a Psholim. An answer. What is the answer? The answer is that in Giluyim Avedetzerah Gavayah. In Atzmus, Avedo Eina Tzerah Gavayah. That means, in Hishtal shalus, when we do Teira Mitzvahs, we benefit Lakus. But the Eivishti himself, we agree with the philosophers. In Atmos Most, Hashem himself, Hashem doesn't care. This is a, a next step, you understand? The first step is that it's a dispute between Kabbalah and the Haikrim. The second step is, it depends what levels. Like in Atzilos, you do a mitzvah Atzilo's benefit. You make the talim bigger, there's more ayur. When you talk about Hashem himself, here we say, Avedelavtzelech, okay? This is the resolution in Kabbalah. That's what we're going to learn today. Tomorrow we're gonna learn that the MS is that when a yid does Tayra mitzvah, he actually touches the Abishhd himself. And that is Khsidis. Not Kabbalah. You understand what I just said, right? In philosophy, nothing you do matters to the Abishhd at all. In Kabbalah, what you do matters to the Abishhd in the madrigal of Ishtalshus. But the Abishhd himself, Mukubalam agreed with the how could you touch God? Khsidis holds that when a yid does, and Yadam of Yiddish it affects the abish himself. But that we'll do tomorrow. Today we'll do the easy part, tomorrow we'll do the more okay, complicated part. So go to your text. This is a moment about carbonis. Second paragraph. The first carbon is a carbon, and what's the taich of carbon? What's the taich of carbon? So I want you to look. Fourth line, second paragraph, page kuf chavav, you have Roman numeral one and Roman numeral two. What is a Carbon, two things. You're with me inside? Number one, to bring everything you have close to Hashem. And if you were a philosopher, that would mean to raise it up, to bring it from here to here. And number two, making this world a home for Hashem. That's the opposite, right? Carbon, to raise up, means to go from here upwards. Dira betahtaina means for bring from top. which is true they're both true this is the work of people in general like it says in Mishnah I was created to serve my maker how do I serve my maker? I serve my maker by raising the world up to the Eivishter and I serve my maker by bringing the Eivishter into the world and now the Rebbe continues number 2 this is the Maimitaka from 100 years ago From Taf Reish Ches. Today is Taf Shin Ches. The Rebbe said the Maimed in 1980. We learned the Maimed in 2018. Today, 2018, it's a hundred years since the Rebbe Rashab wrote and said this, Maimed. And maybe the Rebbe Hashab brings We find conflicts in Medrashim. What's the conflict in Medrashim? Yeah? The I circle the words im. When a yid does work as a Jew, is it benefiting the that or not? The Pam, it's next to the number 60 text. Sometimes it's written on the Pasuk Im, The words of Ashhem,hrfa means they heal and they repair and they connect. it's a shield, to all those who shield themselves in it that the mitzvahs and the tailor the Ebeshta gave us are tzruf zog the medrash vechi'ich basleila kadish baruchu does Hashem care im sheychat veecho whether you eat meat atidu shechita or you necher veechel or you eat meat atidu nechira whatever nechira means suffocation or something else or tigir sahabeiz im sheychat men atzav does the Ebeshta care if you shechits from the throat or im in her if he shechits from the nape of the neck so the medrash says Hashem cares and for the madrish, no. Hashem doesn't need a mitzvah. The only reason for mitzvah is to improve us. This madrish clearly goes in the shita that Avedo loved Seirech Kavaya. Mitzvah is not helping the Eivestad. It's helping only us. And by the way, later in the Mimei, the Rebbe says that the word tzirof has two types. Tzirof means to repair, to heal, to correct. And tzirof also means to connect to Hashem. Three lines from the end of the paragraph, middle paragraph, page Kuf Chavot. U'p'am Isa in other medrashim it says, We do what the Eibushda wants. Me'siyeh from keich begevuda shal We add strength to the Eibushda, and this medrash is saying the exact opposite of the previous medrash. One medrash says. Hashem doesn't care, so the mitzvahs are only for us. The other Medish has Hashem absolutely cares. We do tailor mitzvahs we improve the Abish. It's a stealing between one Medish and the next. So the philosophers quote the first one and they forget the second one, right? The capitalists quote the second one and they forget the first one. The Rebbe is quoting both, but he do it. umam Umamsheh Bahamaimed the territes. Ah, he prefaces first. The Issa of Hayikad Rabalazzi says, in Medrish, Achalay Nibra, Ha Before the that created the world... Listen to me carefully, okay? I I don't want to be a scholar and a smart guy. I want to be a teacher. But In other words, I'm not going to get too mystical over here. I don't want to get Kabbalistic. I want to get clear. I want you to understand what I'm teaching, yeah? But this is the... Before the Ebishter created the world... There was two things. Before Hashem created the world. Before Hashem did anything. There were already two things. What are the two things? Hashem and Shmai. His name. Now what does it mean that before the that created this world... There was him and his name. Hashem needs names. We need names for communication, for interaction. So the Rebbe is going to say, basically, basically is a bad word, but I'm allowed to use it. Yeah? Basically, it means the potential of the Evishter for everything that he can do. Hashem is that he exists. Shmoi means his infinity. His ain't safe. And the basic idea is going to be, when it comes to who, the himself, nothing makes a difference. When it comes to Shmoy, it does make a difference. That's the direction that we're going. Ulecha the question becomes: What does it mean that Hashem has a name? Kedem for the Eibush created the world. A name is a utilitarian thing. Right? A name is there for use. You don't need a name for sitting in a, in a box. You need a name to use it. That when I talk to you, I call you by your name. You talk to me, you call me by my name, and that's how we interact. Well, the Abish that exists before anything else exists, why does it need a Top of the next page, number four now, page Kuv Chav Zayin. Or maybe Al Zayab, based So the Rebbe Rasha brings two interpretations. But remember again, in both interpretations, the constant is who means Hashem? God. Shmay means Hashemliness, something other than God, which comes from the Abish. The difference in the first Pshat and the second Pshat. And the first pshat is very edel. The second pshat is much more simple. Pirush Aleph, the first interpretation is, the actually, what does it mean before Hashem created the world? Before Hashem even thought about thinking, about thinking about creating the world. Before the eibish that even shined at clothes. In other words, the first pshat is that before the eibish that had even a tickle, however you explain by the eibish that a tickle, for there being a world when the there was alone there was already the there and his name what does that mean we'll find out soon then you have peter's Bay's the second interpretation i'm um, three lines from the top of page kuf zayin that it means Poshet. before the ibishter created at i'm sorry when the did exists only in Atsilas before he created So the second shot is very easy. Why? The second pshat is before the Abish created El mabriy there was only Atzilus. Yeah. So there was him and his name. What's his name? Atsilas That's simple. Yeah. The first interpretation is much elderly. Before the Abish created the world means before there was before there was and before there was the and, and, and before there was all the things you speak about in Kabbalah. When Hashem was alone, there was already two things: him and his name. So the Rebbe continues. Now I'm holding number five in your text, yes? Ubir in according to the first interpretation, mahu shmei achal How could you speak about Hashem having a name if He exists all by His loans? who the Teret says like follows. Listen. Ha'atzmas ha'kel. In Hashem you have the possibility for everything. The minute you say in Hashem you have the possibility for everything, you have two things. Hashem and His possibility. Hashem is Hashem His possibilities is His name It's called Yochel Two ideas And then the Rebbe explains it pi Kabolo And I'm skipping a few lines I'm going down till Seven lines into page Kuf Chav Zayin Hare Hu It says in the Medrash HaChalay That we're talking about a time Where nothing exists In the first shot means nothing exists except for the Yishter himself nothing exists and even though nothing exists says the Medrash there's two things there's Hashem and His name what kind of name does the have He exists all by Himself how they move on the Pshat is like this when you say before He created the world that means He has a Shaykh to the world in a way of before that's already two things Says the Rebbe had he it on this that Hashem as he exists alone already has a relationship with the world. You're going to say there is not a world yet. Saying there's not a world yet. There's already a shaykh to the world. In other words, Hashem is an existence, right? You know the translation of the word Havaya? There's a bunch of translation. You know what the simplest translation of Havaya is? I exist. That's it. I am. And that's on You know why? Because nothing exists. You exist because somebody made you. You exist because somebody feeds you. You exist because somebody accidents you. You exist because somebody irrigates you. You exist because somebody protects you. You exist because, yeah, the didn't exist all by Islam. That's it. That's number one. And number two, that Hashem has a possibility to do anything and be anything and create anything. That's already His name. And it's called in Chsidish Noisei or Yach. Before the Abishah does anything, there is the Abishah, and then there is the anything which he hasn't yet done. Now goes Peter Shabbaz, which is much easier to understand. Four lines from the end of the first paragraph. Ullah Peter Shabbaz, the second interpretation, is actually, before creation, there's only Atsilos. The name of Hashem means Atsilos. Why? Because Atsilos. We begin with Shmaq Kadisha tills the the holy name of a Baruch Barakul. Okay? And that's it. So we just went off to a medrish. That the Madris says that in, there's a concept of two things, who money. In Pashtis, what's the type who wish money? Shem creates it alakus. Before there is a world, there's only a lakus. A Likus is his name, and then there's him and his Likus. But the Rebbe speaks very able, as does the Rebbe Rashad. That before there's a lakus, before there's anything, when the Ebishter is alone, there's the there? That's number one. And his possibility, that's number two. So we have two ways of understanding that there's Hu or shmai. And the Rebbe's point, getting back to our issue, is that, according to both interpretations, this is the resolution between the contradiction between the two Medrashim. When the Medrash says Hashem cares, it's talking about Shmoy. When the Medrashim, Hashem, Hashem doesn't care, it's talking about who? You get it? Next paragraph, number six. When it says in Kabbalah that the there cares and the there benefits and the Abish is affected by the mitzvahs and the Maisim taven that we do koi al-bechinah Shmoy. It's a reference to his name. Hashem himself, we go like the Medinish that says, the Ebishah doesn't care, makes no difference to him. His name, here we say Tzayn but when you say his name, that takes in a lot of territory. Why? Because on the high end, his name includes the like, idea yeah, that the Abish has the possibility to create. And on the low end, it goes Neelam Between the Abish's possibility to create and Neelam is a long trip all of these things are included in the word shame. Name of Hashem one way or the other. And in all of these levels we say He cares. The Lapid According to the first interpretation that Hashem means the Yebishter Himself and His name means His possibilities. When says that When He learns Teira and He does Hashem. You bring Hashem Himself Parenthesis which is higher than his name by Hashem into his name Hashem alone is Hashem and possibilities when you learn Teirah and do mitzvah you bring into the into the idea that the Eivishter has possibilities to create worlds Eivishter himself which is very high how high? the name of Hashem what's the name of Hashem? the name of Hashem means the possibilities that the Atzimus has the possibilities, the Abishtah the himself's possibilities is his name. And when you learn Taylor you do mitzvahs, you connect the Avish's possibilities to creating a world to so the Abishtah which is above everything. Now, I'm not going to explain it to you. You know why I'm not going to explain it to you? Huh? If I was a liar, I'd tell you it's because I don't have time. If I'll be honest, it's because I don't understand it. Yeah? But this is what he says, that the that at the most theoretical level, does already mean for Shem. the Abishtah's name, Hashem, not what Hashem does. What Hashem did What Hashem could do And when you do a mitzvah You connect the idea That Hashem could do With the Eibishter Whose definition is I am What about Pideh Habez? Third line Middle paragraph Page Kuf Chavza, and The second interpretation Hine "Eilam atzil Sobekhin Havaya is Hashem's name Havaya But you see now Havaya Doesn't mean I exist Now Havaya means Godliness Getlichkeit There's a concept called Godliness And how does Godliness work? Godliness works. It is light in these vessels, Ayin and Keli, just like a person has an Neshamah and aguf. a Atzilus has and Keli. When you do a mitzvah, you make the kalim bigger. You make the kalim bigger every time you do a mitzvah, like exercising a muscle. What happens when you exercise a muscle? The body mass expands. It stretches. Yeah. When you do a mitzvah, the kalim of Atzilus become bigger, and when the kalim of Atzilus become bigger, more light comes into the vessel. That's the Tichavei the Tzedek Govei, that you're affecting Atzilus. He, okay, the Hashem, HaVayu Hashem, Hashem's name HaVayu is the name of the to himself. Mitzvah. The mitzvahs that we learn, the mitzvahs that we do, and the teda that we learn touches our tilus. Which is why we have the mitzvah called mitzvahs HaVayu. And then two lines later, at the end of the line, the Rebbe says, mitzvahs are called mitzvahs Hashem. Teda is called teda's Hashem. And he explains, key. Five lines from the end of the paragraph. When we do we bring down The higher havaya of the lower havaya. Okay, let's just speak practical. Yeah, we just say we daven. Everybody's from So you're gonna daven. every day you say Yeah. So what does it say? You will see the tittes or, or the titted the blue. chalas. and you will remember what's the next word? Let's call Hashem, all the mitzvahs of Havaya, are the next words. Vasisam ayisam, and you're going to do them. Yeah, good. Yeah, a few lines later it says Laman in order that you should remember. But here it doesn't say what remind you. You're going to remember. Vasisam and you will do. What's the next word? Es call mitzvahs soy all of my mitzvahs. You get it? Yes. For so it says in mitzvahs Havaya means mitzvahs and attilis mitzvah means mitzvahs higher than atzvahs so let's forget mitzvah isai. let's go back to the first thing okay go over it again you look at the blue thread in your tzitzis l'man tiskiru, you should remember no or the isem oizah you will see the tzitzis or the time. you will remember it's called mitzvah avayah all the mitzvahs of sheim avayah v'asisem oisam. what's the simple of v'asisem oizah and you'll do the mitzvahs how does chassidus v'asisem you will create the mitzvahs. There's a very big difference between Vasisam means doing what the Ebishtah told you, Vasisam and creating the mitzvahs. Now, Pika the title words doesn't mean you will do, you will create. Every time a Yid does a mitzvah, he creates another keili. Create another keili, there's more oil. This is called mitzvah savayin. And the same is true Taylor savayin. Yid learns teidah, he creates new teidahs. Creating new teidah means he creates more keilin for the aid of the Ebishtah to rest. That's the taj, the We live down here, and we struggle through our lives, but we find an opportunity, to do a mitzvah here, a mitzvah there. Yeah, we do good things. Yeah, so we say in the davening before Baruch Shoma, the shame When You do a mitzvah down here. You make a marriage in elam between Kachavniyichu and In other words, between Oyer and Keli. So the Rebbe says, what's the taj, the that we do mitzvahs. We improve Gavoya, yeah, we improve Alakus. So according to the first pshat, it's so esoteric. Yeah, there's the Eberstead and his possibility, Yochel. And Avedet What means you connect the Ebersted with the Eberstead himself. Whatever the Havone is, this is very abstract. But then it gets a simple pshat, the Elish that created Elam Atzilus. Elam Atsilus has keli and has oil. Every time we do mitzvahs down here, we make more keli in Atzilus by creating more keli in Atzilus. There's more oin in Atzilus. So we touched God. We changed God. But it's not the to himself. It's the leanness, yes? And then the Rebbe finishes, And in Kabbalah it says, not you're bringing the higher Havayah into the lower Havayah, but Havaya alikim Adna. Like it says We hold, we means Chasidis holds, that when you do a mitzvah, you raise the lower havaya to the higher havaya. The Mukubalam say when you do a mitzvah, you raise a likim or Adnai to the level of havaya. But these are technical differences, these are details. The clause of Indian is we do mitzvahs we touch Gavaya on high. Kavoya doesn't mean Hashem. Not today. If you want to find out about touching Hashem, you have to come back tomorrow morning. The second half of the maim. When yeah? we do a mitzvah, we touch Kavoya. What's The Bepashah means atzilus. And we bring more oil from higher than atzilus into atzilus. In one language it's called bringing the higher havayah into the lower havayah. And in another language is called bringing havayah into lakim and into Adnakim. And we will continue tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to learn you, the rest of the maim. The beginning and the end.